Hello, Blindspot fans, and welcome to another episode of the AfterBuzz TV Blindspot After Show. Today we are covering episode 22, If Love a Rebel, Death Will Render. See you after the opening. You're tuning in to the destination for TV superfan discussion, AfterBuzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. This episode, you guys... I say you guys like it's more than just you and me. <laughs> right, there's a whole plethora of people in This here. episode, you guys, all y'all who are watching and or listening. Another one buys to death. That was insane. Things occurred. People are dead. I'm like, what the, what the F? Yeah. <laughs> can you even say that? I don't even know. I, I don't think we can say that on but air. But it's okay. I don't what think we bleep? can say that on air. I, what the bleep? I needed some time to process this. And I did, I did too. not. I did not give myself time to process this. I'm like, okay, why? <laughs> anyway, let's we'll swing into this in just a minute. As I said, we are looking at the penultimate episode for Blind Spot Season 1, If Love a Rebel, Death Will Render, which uh, an- anagrams? Yeah. An- anagram is the right word. Yeah. Yes. To the final order will be revealed. Ah. Like, that is not in any capacity creepy. <laughs> of course, I have with me the wonderful Stephanie Garrett. Hey, everybody. You can find me at StephanieG3360 on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter at Kiaje. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. We have the hashtag ABTV blind spot. We've already got someone in there tonight. You are on the ball, and I love you for it. And we have we will have the live chat up in just a moment. So, yeah, if you have something to say. Now, guys, I know that we're about a week late on this one. I mm-hmm. was out of town, yes. so we didn't have an episode last week. Yep. Please do not say anything about the season finale. I know no. that it just aired. We will be talking about that tomorrow night at the normal time. Right now, we are uh, making up time, and we're talking about last week's episode. Yes. So, if you're in the chat, in the hashtag... Do us a favor and keep it spoiler-free until 9 p.m. Pacific time tomorrow night, and then we will talk spoilers. Yes, no spoilers. You're going to get a spanking. (laughs) We love you you. guys. You're usually really good at this, so please remain really good at this for the next, you know, 23 hours. All right? Okay, cool. (laughs) Do us a favor. People died. (laughs) Still not over. People dying. For yeah. one, wait. Let's let's start at the let's start at the ending and go yeah. backwards because yeah. we always kind of have to knock this out first. Mm-hmm. Um, Mayfair might be dead. Yeah, she might actually be dead on this one. I'm I'm calling comic book death rules on this yeah, one. Yeah, we were talking we, about that earlier. Yeah, <laughs> until we see it confirmed next episode, I'm happy to leave that one just kind of up in the air. Like, yeah, she looks pretty dead, but I'm I'm waiting for the funeral or the ambulance or the time of death or the whatever. Mm. I watch too many comic book shows to not. <laughs> yeah, you. you know. I, I never watched those shows. I have no idea, but yeah, I'm like they cannot kill this woman off. She's rocks. She's like the the head of the of everything. Really? There are just oh. I, I see way too many shows with fake outs yes, for me to take this one true. at face value, especially since this show is like, oh, you think you know what we're doing? <laughs> uh, you have no idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, pay no attention to the literally everything behind the curtain. So yeah. she could be dead. We're not sure. I'm going to wait for next week because I'm fairly certain we'll know for sure by the end of the season. Mm-hmm. If she is dead, I'm going to be real pissed because, once again, we're the lesbian cannot have a happy ending. And I'm just like, uh, I'm she, really you know what, tired if she's dead, If she dies, I'm just going to just say it. I think they're probably going to jump the shark. <laughs> if she dies, they will have fake killed one woman of color lesbian yes. and real killed two of them. Exactly. 
So I'm like, why? Why? Like, really? Come on, people. Get it together. (laughs) It's the two things that the show keeps doing that just drive me straight up the wall and back down again are killing their lesbians. And the villain is always a white guy in a suit. Another white dude in a suit. Now that I've noticed that those are the tropes they keep falling back on, they're really starting to annoy me. Yeah, they're getting a bit repetitive with the same kind of guy over and over. It's like, okay, we've seen this guy three or four times already. Can I have somebody new? The Can I have my villainous just, woman with the heels? The question is just whether or not he has hair and whether or not he has glasses. Yeah. It's going to be a white guy and it's going to be a suit. And he's going to be over 40 at least. Just, <laughs> That's uh, all that matters. <laughs> Same type of thing. So yeah, come season two, we really want them to shake things up a bit. And we would really like them to stop killing their lesbians. Please and thank you. Yes. Why do you keep doing this? Yeah. Stop. Oh, I, I honestly didn't really. Ha- I was a little speechless. I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> I'm not I... surprised that it led to that. I'm a little surprised that Sophia would give out the number to this phone. Yeah. Just like, yeah, no. Mayfair now knows you're alive. And she is not going to let sleeping dogs lie, such as it uh-uh. is. So let's, 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 let's talk about Mayfair's arc in this. We yeah. have this nice two weeks later time skip with the huge font that reminds me of Civil War. Because <laughs> I, I don't know if you've seen Civil War yet. Every uh-uh. time they switch to a new location, they had like size 400 Helvetica across oh, the screen no, that. saying where it is. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, yep, yeah, no, this, this is the Civil War time switch. This is beautiful. Uh, thank you to everyone in the chat who likes my shirt. It's actually a dress. It is. It's very cute. I'm wearing a Space Invaders print, so every, every geek in the chat is like, ah! Oh, that's real? Yeah. So, y'all okay. are lovely human beings and I love you. Yeah, so Mayfair is under house arrest after put it to, I almost said two years. Wow, that's a heck of a time skip. <laughs> two weeks yeah. in jail. And obviously she is not going to let well enough alone. Uh, Weller brings her her mail. She opens up a FedEx envelope and sees that the guy who was processing the photos, his person in Denmark came through and she's got a nice eight and a half by 11 or eight by 10 or mm-hmm. whatever that photo size is of Oscar's face, yep. clear as day, driving Tom's car. Yeah. So that's a piece of evidence. I love the fact that she was talking with her dog trying to figure uh, things out. <laughs> I thought that was cute. I liked her storyline in this. I just didn't like her dying. You Bingo. know what I mean? Yes. I, that, that's the thing. I like the storyline. I just did not like her dying. I like that she was putting everything together. She put all the pieces together. She was going back and t- finding where Sophia gets her cigarettes and all that thing. That was very cool. Just her dying or her getting shot and possibly dying, not cool. Yeah, just I, I enjoyed, I, I really liked how they played Mayfair and all of this. I liked her conversation with Reed. I liked her conversation with Zapata. Mm-hmm. And I liked Zapata and Reed, like, leveling with each other. Yeah, Even I though it too. Ha- we didn't need to see it happen on screen, so I'm kind of glad that they didn't hash out everything mm-hmm. on screen. But I'm glad that we got that. I'm glad that those two are on the same page. They are my favorite pair. They're my favorite partners in this mm-hmm. show. They're just, they're wonderful. And they are great as partners. Yeah. It's like, yay, we trust each other and we're all on the same page and I'm happy. Yeah, everybody's Shoot. got the weight off their shoulders. They told all their stuff. It's good. Yeah, so I, I loved Zapata being the one to call Mayfair back and say, yeah, I know I have your information. I wanted you to know that you could trust me. Mm-hmm. And I wrote down what Mayfair said to her because it was such a good quote, and I love it. And I there it is. Before Reed met you, he would never have done something like this. You're a good influence on him. 
Mm-hmm. And I mean, if she does die, and that's her last words to uh, Zapata, those yeah. are some pretty good last words. Yeah, they're Especially good. Especially since last week, it was a whole lot of, I don't trust you because the man with the iPod PowerPoint showed me some problems. <laughs> right. I'm doing hand motions and everything. Like, I don't respect that iPad PowerPoint at all. Not it at was all. dumb. <laughs> right. And I'm willing to peg that as a character choice dumb and uh, not a writing choice dumb. Okay. Because <laughs> I will buy the that DA does that. Mm-hmm. Just like, here is my portable PowerPoint. Yes, I it carry around with me. me all the time. <laughs> Take a look. Here are pictures of my children. <laughs> oh, good grief. <laughs> I know, uh, by the time you hit the third white guy in the suit, you stop <sighs> respecting them. You just stop. <sighs> they keep... Uh, I, I, I don't even know what to say. Stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> I mean, I don't like this actor. I don't know what this actor's name is, but he's been around a long time. The new, the new bad guy. It's always a bad guy in a suit. Our lawyer or our head of the FBI? The head of the FBI guy. I liked him. He's a very good actor. He's been in a lot of great stuff. I don't remember his name, but I know his face, and he's a very good actor. And I he liked him. He is in that a role. good actor. Mm-hmm. They immediately pegged him as a villain. Yeah. I'm like, oh, he's a white guy in a suit. This is going to be. Yep, there it there is. There it is. There it All is. All right, my okay. friend. <laughs> Hello, darkness, my old friend. (laughs) So, yeah, just Mayfair tracking everything down Mm -hmm. using what she knows personally about her experience, about the guy that was with Alexandra slash Donna, about Sophia and her cigarette preference, all that fun stuff. And finally winds up at the end of the episode tracking down where uh, Jane is, where she's been meeting Oscar. Mm -hmm. So she finds that little safe house because Sophia has been making most of her phone calls from there, despite the fact that she has a mobile phone. Again, I'm just like, I don't know. Hey, good good job, (laughs) Sophia. For someone who's on the run, you're really not on the run. No. Here's here's my number. Cigarette shop with highly recognizable cigarettes that I smoke, and you're the only place in the city where I can... Sure, here's my number. Uh Uh-huh, exactly. Uh, That's not a smart move. Mm -mm. You don't know. (laughs) But it was good for the story. Yeah. And so... Mayfair and Jane showing up at the same time and Jane just freaking out and apologizing yep. and Mayfair jumping to about 90% of the right conclusions. Mm-hmm. You set me up, you did this, but the 10% that she's missing was that Jane didn't really have any idea. Yeah. she. It no. doesn't change the fact that Jane went along with it. That's true. Though she was under duress, they were threatening Weller. Like, there's this whole spiral that we could go down <sighs> at this They're point. just circling the drain. So many problems. <laughs> All of the problems. It's crazy. <clears throat> yeah. And Oscar comes up behind Mayfair and shoots her. Oh, Oscar. So it's oh. like, well, she was going to shoot you. It's like, okay, let's escalate the situation, shall right. we? And uh-uh. Weller just does not want Jane to hurt her team. Right. Uh-uh. <laughs> just And her team's not the target. They're not. I don't... I. I you know what? I'm a little dumbfounded. I didn't get it. I mean, I got it, but I didn't get it. Well, all that all that Mayfair knows is that she's been framed for murder, and someone was threatening Reed yes. and Sarah and the child whose name escapes me at the moment. Uh, but you know who I'm talking about. Sawyer. 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 Yes, yes, yes. yes. Sarah, Sarah and Sawyer. Yes. yes. Uh-huh. He is important. But yeah, so all she knows is that she's been framed for murder, and 
people have been threatening her mm-hmm. and threatening Reed and Reed's loved ones. So yes. how could she know that none of her team was the target? Yeah. When Reed know. was knocked out, kidnapped, dragged around, threatened, da 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 like, Right. Nobody said anything, so she how could she know, you know? There's no way she could have. Right. Well, I don't know. Um Oh, I don't know. Just continue. <laughs> so then she gets shot. She might be bleeding out. And we're just... Oh, I'm just no little, one is I'm happy just, right know, I'm now. Just, I'm just a little sad. You know, like you said, they can't be happy. You can't have a woman in power. You can't... Ha- you know? No one uh, is happy right now. No. And I'm just kind of wondering about, like, all of her last words to different people. If mm-hmm. we're going through this episode, Reeds is pretty much saying, you know, I trust you. Yeah. We went over her words to Zapata. I don't remember what she said to Kurt at the beginning of yeah, the episode. It was like, take care of yourself. I'll mm-hmm. be fine. Her words to Jane, I wish I could be there to see his face when he finds out what you really are. Oh. oh. I was like, oh, snap. Man, if we're going through these last words. Yeah. Wait, that's what, that's what you call a read, ladies and gentlemen. That's what the queens call a read. <laughs> just, she's like, it's just uh-huh. like, oh, yeah, she set Ooh. her straight, didn't she? Jane's like, ah, yikes. Yeah, she's, she's like, all freaked out. That is your last breath. That okay. is your last word. What is this person saying? Huh. Sophia um, didn't make all the calls from the bad safe Bad drivers from Wisconsin in the chat is saying, Sophia didn't make all of her calls from the safe house. They triangulated the locations of Sophia's calls and found the central point between them. My understanding of that bit of dialogue was that they found the cell towers that fielded most of the calls and that it wasn't a very densely populated area and they mm-hmm. were able to say most of the calls are coming from this address. Yeah, right, right. Like, that was my understanding of that dialogue. Uh, I may yeah. not be completely on because it's all shiny techno babble, let's be real. <laughs> but that that was my understanding of that. Yeah. So, yeah, so Ugh. Mayfair is getting ten kinds of jerked around. And I just looking at the beginning with Jane talking to Sophia and the back yes. and forth with the flashbacks merging into the present and using the same words coming from two different people mm-hmm. like that was really well shot and really well edited and I was super impressed with all of it yeah that was like, great that I was liked great. that a lot I was like oh wait they knew each other shut up oh I really enjoyed that <laughs> I'm kind of surprised that Sophia turned on Mayfair like that I know that sucks that like, sucks, man. Okay. Like, yeah. Why? Why? What? Well, yeah. And I want to know. They need to at least reveal why she did it. What's? What does she have to gain from it? That's what I want to know. Because from what I remember, you know, when she quote unquote committed suicide, she was having a hell of a time with the guilt and just handling it. Mm-hmm. And so that makes me wonder how long ago these plans were laid for her to join this organization with Jane. Like, what? How long ago was that? I know. I when don't, did I don't she know. tell I'm, Mayfair you need to get out of the project? Is, wasn't Mayfair initially the one that was hesitant to get in in the first place? Yeah, she was. She didn't want it. That was daylight, right? Am I right? Daylight? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, so if she felt so guilty, why is she still in it? And why is she trying to take down Bethany? I don't get it. To uh, That guilt thing, She, I think she kind of, I don't know, maybe she was playing her a little bit. I don't know. To me, at this point, Sophia's motivations are a mystery and potentially simply convenient Mm. to make the larger plot work. Yeah, to make it bigger. 
And I'm yes. okay with it being co- convenient, and I'm okay with her being a giant hypocrite, because people do that. Yes, they do. And I'm okay with her having been convinced by Flashback Jane and by mm-hmm. Oscar and by whomever else that, no, you're fine. It's Mayfair who's at fault. She's still doing this. Mm-hmm. She didn't get out when she could. Like, I am... Um, I can definitely understand Sophia feeling guilty and instead of dealing with it herself, mm-hmm. spinning it different ways and putting it on Mayfair instead so she can avoid confronting her own problems. Right. I have no idea if this is the case. Okay. I, I have absolutely no clue, but yeah, that's the best character either. motivation that I can come <laughs> up with. Right. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't even have to. I just want to know what the hell, what the H-E double toothpicks was she thinking? H E double toothpicks. I've know, not heard so, that. That's like a thousand years ago. Who says that? Nobody. See, I've heard H E double hockey sticks. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I like that. I'm like, oh. So anyway, I need I that just... on a shirt. H E double toothpicks. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, life life is difficult and potentially over for Mayfair. That's <sighs> not easy. Yeah. Our other... Well, she did tell Kirk to stay away from daylight. Did she? Not, did she not say that, or am I she imagining did. that? Okay, she, she did, did say because that. Okay. he wanted her to bring it up and, and expose it and say, "This is what it was. This is why mm-hmm. they're after me, etc." She wants those convictions that they had to stay in place because even though they circumvented the law to get those convictions, she is still convinced that you know they were all guilty. Yeah, and these are people that cannot go free. Right. So yeah, I. Not sure where I stand on that philosophy because that mm. that is something that would need to be unpacked and we have an hour to do a recap of the show, not unpack <laughs> the morality of decisions uh, on the show. We'd need so much more than an hour for that. Yeah, that's a that's a whole other show. <laughs> oh my god, that that's a book of essays yeah. like the morality and philosophy of blind spot mm-hmm. in the same way that people have done like the Tao of the Simpsons and whatnot. <laughs> That would be really interesting, actually. But you know what? We'll see. Okay. I have so to we, say this. Oh, are we moving on? Or are we, nope. Say okay. it. Say the uh, thing. Uh, I did call it. Dad's giving me a deathbed confession. I knew what's coming. Well, you know, we. I kind of had hope for Dad. I thought Dad was going to maybe, you know, hang around for a minute. Dad gave a deathbed confession. I can't say I'm surprised. Uh-huh. Yep. 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 I was like, aha! I knew it! <laughs> so, yeah, just, she's under the fort. She's under the fort. It was an accident. She was so small. Uh, Dad, I accidentally killed Taylor Shaw. Uh, um? I know. And I wrote, I wrote down, Kurt, wait, what did I write down? Kurt sobs. Dad, dad, can, dad. Dad dies, Kurt sobs. <laughs> that's, that's it. It's like rocks fall, everyone dies. Yeah. I, I What I wrote down was, in quotes, is she still there under the fort? She's under the fort, Kurt. And then in caps, who's under the fort, Dad? Who's under the fort? <laughs> right. And then Dad sure did kill Taylor Shaw? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Question Jessica, Jessica Iverson, hey, Jessica, I knew he was shady. Yep. Yeah. I don't know. I did give him the side. I'm like, mm-hmm, okay, Dad, I'm, we're going to see about that. <laughs> but I really don't know what to think about this because I liked the whole thing about, oh, it was a misunderstanding. It was yeah, actually this. I like and that I'm like, story, so, too. So now I'm confused. Was it still him feeling suicidal that night? Was there something I don't know? Did he accidentally kill her and then go stand in the river and then decide he didn't want to? I'm confused. I just, I feel like if the whole dealing with suicidal depression story was a ruse, I'm going to be really upset about it. Yeah. Or was he suicidal because he knew he did something wrong? 
we don't know. Uh-huh. We will probably never know. I know. Now because that he's dead. dead. <laughs> well, unless not or no. dying. I don't know. They could they do a flashback, you think? Maybe some flashback scenes or something? I don't know. If they do a flashback for the edification of the audience, okay, but they're probably not going to ever really figure out the timeline. Yeah. Let's be real, unless he finds out from dad, that's gonna screw up Kurt something awful. Oh, so is yeah, it, did I you lie about, about the river or did this happen and then the river occurred or what happened? Yeah, that messes people's it's like don't play with their emotions. It messes them up mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I think that's why I would be so upset if it turns out the suicidal depression thing isn't true because that was one hell of a story. Yeah. And that messed me up, but good. And then just, by the way, I made it up. It was a really good alibi. It's just like, uh-huh. yeah. Stop that. I know. <laughs> so, yeah. Jessica Iverson saying maybe Taylor Shaw is their cat. Um, I don't no. think that's how this works. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, okay. I don't think that's how this works. No. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we have a deathbed confessional from Dad, and we see on the preview that they definitely go dig up the fort. Mm-hmm. So um, the finale is only <sighs> one hour, isn't it? I, I think so. Yeah, yeah. that's, uh, that's going to be a little wild. I know. I'm- ah! I I'm conf- I don't, I I'm just dumb. I, I don't know. I did not have nearly enough processing time for this episode. And I didn't I either. Watched Maybe it. that's what it is. I'm just like I have a big question mark everywhere. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. I watched it like two hours ago, and I, I still did didn't have enough processing time for this episode. This I was just like yeah, uh-huh. I, yeah. It's like I need to I need to have this marinate a bit. I need for it to marinate <laughs> so I can so, talk about it. <laughs> let's talk a little bit about the FBI. Let's talk a little bit about the case du jour. All okay. that fun stuff. So we have the. Nice director of the FBI overall come in and be like, so mm-hmm. you're filling in for Mayfair and we're shutting down the Jane Doe project completely and she no longer has security clearance mm-hmm. and we're no longer doing anything with that. Yada, yada, yada. Goodbye. And we're looking for permanent replacements for Mayfair because she's not coming back. And Kurt's yeah. just like, she is. She is. She is. She is. Yeah. Honey, you and your blind belief, I swear. <laughs> You're so cute. I know. Yeah. So that. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I mean, I think that if anybody was going to take over her job, it should have been him. I like the fact that he was appointed in her position because I think he's the next best choice. The only best choice out of the out of the team. You know, um, Patterson can't do it. And Reed and Zapata, they're field agents. So I don't I think Kurt is probably more suited for that position. And he's wearing a suit. I I know I saw him in a suit. I was like, oh wait, why is he wearing a suit? Oh, he's a white guy in a suit. (laughs) Oh my god, (laughs) another handsome white guy in a suit. (laughs) Let's put that in there. But yeah, I was like, I think he. I I like him in that role. If I can't have Mayfair, I'll take Kurt. See, I was. I really wanted to see the interviews that he had with other candidates. Mm-hmm. Like none of them fit. I'm like, can we have a blooper reel with these interviews? Yeah, I really want to see these failures of interviews. And I'm sure they weren't catastrophic failures, but my brain just you know goes to the office or something like that. Like, okay, it's. Yeah. I, I that's what I wanted to see. So yeah, and unfortunately, Kurt is here. You're taking this job, or you're out of the FBI. Right. Yay! Yeah. That's your choice. Either yeah, yes or no. What do you want to do? <laughs> oh, okay. I guess I keep my job. <laughs> it's like you can have this job or you can stand by your convictions and leave. Right. There's a door. <laughs> and we're still kicking Jane out completely and we're still shutting down the project and we're still I'm just kind of looking at this and going, hang on. 
They mm. foiled a terrorist attack at the airport that would have spread a disease not only through New York, but also throughout the world. Okay. They foiled the uh, well, Statue of Liberty getting bombed. Yes. They. I, I don't remember every single plot of every single episode, but either. there was a hell of a lot of stuff that would have had extremely long-reaching consequences had they not had the tattoos and been there to be able to stop it. Exactly. So I'm trying to figure out the logic between, okay, well, this is using too many resources and it was one of her pet projects, so we're shutting it down, versus mm-hmm. have you seen the results they've produced? Right. I have was you thinking seen that. the issues that I they've was, prevented? That's exactly what I was thinking. I was like, is this man blind? Does he not know that her tattoos are, are helping people and saving lives and solving huh. crimes? Does he not get that? It's just like, please please explain to me how this project that prevented multiple terrorist attacks from happening stopped someone who had taken over a drone and was using it to kill high-ranking military personnel. Mm -hmm. Just did all of this, 20-some-odd episodes worth of individual cases, explain to me how this is a project that needs to be shut down. Right. Other than just saying shut it down. (laughs) You're an idiot. (laughs) I like it. <laughs> I mean, you you look at your expenditures, you look at your resources, okay, yeah. and then you look at your results and you weigh them. How many issues have been prevented by the fact that it, it's unorthodox, definitely, mm-hmm. but how many problems, how many terrorist attacks, how many awful things have been prevented or fixed mm-hmm. by having this team, by having this project, by, a, by throwing resources at this? Like, I don't, yeah. I'm not... Mm-hmm. That tells me he's 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 up to something shady too. So. Haven't they gone up against the same terrorist cell like three different times? At least, at least, at least. We need some new terrorists, people. <laughs> no, I just mean like just some new this stuff keeps happening. I know it's like repetitive now. It's like okay, here we go. I want to see where the other tattoos lead. I want yeah, I want some more stuff. Yeah. So this, I I feel like that was. I don't want to say stunningly illogical because there mm-hmm. is a certain logic to it. It is. But there's also an agenda to that logic. Yeah. Like, it was one of Mayfair's projects, and we all know that she can't be trusted, so uh, uh-huh. it needs to be shut down because it's not FBI orthodox. Bye-bye. I think, yeah, they're just afraid of where her tattoos are going to lead. That's what I think. Well, and a couple people in chat are theorizing that the head of the FBI is in on it. Oh, yeah, I said that. Yes, he is. Of course he is. He's got to be. I'm not entirely certain about that one. Uh, part of me is like, well, then they'd be angling to take him out next. And the other part of me is like, well, the, the Oscar did say that taking out yeah, Mayfair was only that. step one. Mm-hmm. That she, They have to remove her to get somebody else in place. Kurt. Kurt, right. But this is where we start getting into Xanatos Gambit territory. How did they know that it would have been Kurt in place? How can they work around that? Like... This is where this plan kind of starts going, okay. Because I'm I'm trying to put this together and my brain just went, no. <laughs> Your no. universe is empty. Yeah, no. Hey. No, not that one. Not that one. Wait, no, nope, not that one. <laughs> that train of thought just drummed the tracks. That that's great. Happens that's to great. me all the time. <laughs> but this is this is the point where I start to wonder how much of this is just as planned and how much of this is happy coincidence. Because the the whole Mayfair thing is obviously just as planned. They've yeah. been laying those pieces for half a season. Mm-hmm. Like, 
That's well, good. I'm good with that. I think the Kirk thing is actually planned. That's what I believe. I believe that's why he's in the position. They moved him up. And I feel like that's getting into Xanatos Gambit territory, mm. where the position has opened up. How can you possibly guarantee that there will be no one else who is good for that job? You can't unless you take out the potential candidates yourself. Like, you'd still need to have an in on the FBI that could figure all that out. And with Jane on the outs, who else do you have? Oh. So there's the idea that, yeah, the guy up top is in on it. Yeah. And then there's Xanatos Gambit territory where, oh, we planned on Kurt being in there. Oh, did you? <laughs> oh, did you? Oh, did you? <laughs> because, like that. well, that that's one of the hallmarks of a Xanatos Gambit is this thing occurred that was totally part of the plan, despite the fact that there's no way I could have influenced it whatsoever. It was still totally part of my plan. Okay. Like, my plan hinged <laughs> on the quarter landing on heads. Oh. Like, yeah. Oh. You can't control that. Kurt was second in command Mayfair, so it makes sense. Yeah, thank Not you. Not always. Allie B. Is it Allie B? Yeah, thank you. That, that makes sense to me. Well, explain why they wanted Jane to be super close to Weller. Mm-hmm. And her, don't forget, Weller's name is tattooed on her back. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, so I don't know. I just I, when, he is when second I, in command. That's right. He is other other than May, under Mayfair. But they don't always promote the second in command into command. Yeah, they a lot of times. It's well, they did I've this seen, time. I've seen enough workplace <laughs> hiring where I work to know that if someone in a higher position leaves, you find someone with those qualifications. You don't necessarily promote up because the other people in the department are on the team may be great in their roles, but may not be capable of that leadership position. So that's that's why I was conducting interviews, trying mm-hmm. to find someone to fill the team. And it just turned out that Kurt was the best one. Yeah. So I don't completely buy that, yes, putting Kurt in charge was our plan the whole time. Like, I'm not sure that I'm down for that yet. Okay. Right. And if we go into that territory, I really want them to support it and not just be like, yes, yes all we did it planned. For, all this planned. Uh, well, yeah, Oscar keeps saying everything must go on plan. What is the plan, Oscar? I need to know what the plan is, man. <laughs> reveals. I need reveals. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I believe that that was planned. So, but, and you I'm know. gonna go with I hope not because yeah. they've done so well with laying all the pieces of the plan that we were planning on him to hire this guy unless the head of the FBI is in on it. Mm-hmm. That would feel really cheap to me. Really, and if the head of the FBI is in on it, why do you need Jane in there? Hmm? Really. Why would you need her to go and put in the USB thing? Why would you need her? To, I don't know. Oh, well, yeah, because they had to get rid of Mayfair somehow. You know, I don't know. But if the head of the FBI is in on it, there are so, so many other ways to do it. I think this goes so much higher, in, the, in my opinion. I've always said this about this show. I think that her tattoos are going to lead to much higher things, not only terrorist attacks and all the other stuff that they were, uh, you know, uh, finding. I think it's going to lead to higher... Uh, officials within the government. Yeah, I you know would not what I mean. Be surprised. I think it's going to start climbing the ladder of the government. We already got a couple of senators and uh, you know people within the government, so it's just going to keep climbing that ladder. Oh yeah, no, I, I would not be surprised if that were the case. Mm-hmm. But I would, I honestly mm-hmm. think that the tattoos will implicate the uh, head of the FBI in something shady. Oh yeah, instead of him being part of Oscar's team. Okay. Like, there's definitely one of those that I will buy over the other. Well, they did tattoo a baby. Yeah, that's messed <laughs> up. I was like, oh my god. 
They were talking about the behind-the-scenes stuff on uh, Twitter last week while I was still trying to stay unspoiled and uh-huh. not entirely succeeding. Yeah. Uh, the Blindspot official Twitter is prolific. Mm-hmm. So if you don't watch the night of, it's a minefield the next <laughs> it day. It is. It's like, but what? They were talking about, like, no, you can't actually tattoo a baby. That was all CGI. Yeah. Had to be. Yeah. So that was a thing. I, I liked Jane using the barcode on her wrist to get in the door. I thought that was brilliant. Oh, yeah, it was great. And I, I kind of like Jane. Yeah. I liked her being a free agent. I did, too. Like, it was a little wild, but she's got good instincts and she's mm-hmm. smart. Like, yeah. I enjoyed this quite a bit. Yeah. I feel really bad for the social worker who died who was only doing her job. I know. Yeah. But I like the Jane to beat up the two guys in the elevator. That was pretty awesome. Oh, my God. I was having Captain America flashbacks. (laughs) Like, yes. Yeah. Yes. All she needed was a cape. I am down for this. Or a shield. A shield. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, we, we have a tattooed baby found in a duffel bag, dropped off by a nurse who is later assassinated. And just mm-hmm. the whole thing about, I thought they were doing the right thing. I tried to convince myself. I can't do it anymore. Turns out that he was working for a medical research company that said that they could, or that they were close to being able to essentially 3D print biological tissues provided they had samples. Mm-hmm. This uh, barcode baby, as it turns out, is the child of one Bryce Warren, who is a senator's kid. Well, not senator. Peter Warren was a very wealthy businessman and a yes. former presidential candidate. Yes, that's it. So there's this whole, why did they not report the baby missing? Why do they deny yeah. that they've had this kid? Obviously, his wife did not just carry a child to term because this child is like 24 hours old. Mm-hmm. And it turns out that this company is not 3D printing biological tissues or anything like they promised. They are having babies via surrogate mothers. And I swear my brain just went, they're cloning. Uh. They're doing clones. And I was like, no, <laughs> no, no. Little too sci-fi. No, yeah, it's way too, yeah. <laughs> they're cloning people. Yeah, no, we wish. Yeah, they're just Katie, doing it stop. for the uh, the, uh, the stuff, the umbilical cord. They the, needed the bone the marrow. Cell. Yeah, this, yeah. From because the, the, the Warrens signed up for these trials and, you know, they took a whole bunch of samples and all that fun That's stuff right. because oh. their son, Matthew, has a rare form of lymphoma and will require several bone marrow transplants over his life. And mm-hmm. they, um, you know, the best donor would be a sibling, but they didn't want to bring another kid into the world that might get the disease. Because yeah. I guess it runs in the family. She said, so, down the yeah, dad's an side. uncle and a grandfather or somebody had it yeah. before. So it kind of ran in the gene pool. Yeah. Yeah. So that's just, it's all very heartbreaking. And I feel so bad uh-huh. for the parents and for Matthew because they yeah. did not sign up for any of this. No, I was like, so sad. They signed up for these clinical trials, but they did not sign up to have another child. Mm-hmm. And that's what this wound up being. Yeah. And then you see the room and there's like half a dozen babies in there. Like, I was like, oh my okay, God. Okay, this is yeah. this is messed up. That's very messed up. This and, is, and, and nobody was like in now. there looking after them. They were crying and rolling around. I was like, oh my God, give yeah. me that baby. That, that scene hurt. <laughs> yeah. As a so, mom, I was like, oh, get the babies. Give them a bottle. <laughs> So that was just that was a rough episode to watch. It like, was. yes, we're bringing lives into this world, and then we're just going to harvest them. What was your long term plan? <laughs> right. What are we going to do with them what after that? Was your long term plan? I don't even want to know. <laughs> I don't either because it's a very 
long term plan. Mm -hmm. Like, that is really messed up. Yeah. And I don't know how you'd get bone marrow from a baby. Like, that is a very long, very thick needle. Mm-hmm. Bone marrow transplants are not a fun experience. I could see if they for were doing the. They, I, I could see if they were doing the stem cell uh, thing, because you could do that from the umbilical cord. But yeah, I don't know yeah. about the bone marrow. You, you would have to raise the child to an extent to be old enough to be able to withstand the surgery. Right. Yeah, I, I thought or that was very strange. Or you make multiple children when you need the... Golly, this is <laughs> either, messed up. Either way, it's messed up. Oh, <laughs> I just followed the fridge logic to its logical conclusion there. And, oh, yeah. wow. You know, when you have I a baby... I did not need that in my life. Did you know when you have a baby now, and especially in today's times, they uh, ask you if you want to save the umbilical cord so they can store it away, and it costs you like three grand to do it. You know, for in case if you have to use that for medical purposes along the way. That's a very true thing. But I don't know about that other stuff. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I don't know about that. (laughs) You can save the umbilical cord, but I would not suggest growing a baby. No, don't do that. That's just not good. But yeah, you can do the other stuff. Just, you know. Yeah. Just generally speaking, don't. No, don't. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, hitting on the, or they'll just grow another child <laughs> next just, time. Yeah, like, <laughs> like they put it in a dish and just water it. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it, Katie. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. This, this guy, I'm not sure if this is theater of the absurd or just really, really <laughs> darn our hashtag <laughs> farm grown. <laughs> Don't even start. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Thank you. Our booth person's being a butt tonight. Thank you for that. I'm not going to sleep. That's oh, going to be great. Yes. Yikes. Those are the things horror Yikes. movies are made of. Yeah, really? I'm sure there have been horror movies about like farming children and, well, children of the corn, kind of. Oh, yeah, kind of, huh? So, yeah, that that was ten kinds of messed up now that I kind of sit back and really mm-hmm. think about it. That yeah. was just Good times and great oldies. Wow. Okay. All right. So, what about... Is there anything else we need to talk about? Jane and Kurt kissing in the locker room. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I laughed. Oh, yeah. It's going down, people. Oh, my God. I I, like I was watching this going, oh, we don't work together, so we could totally date. There it is. Uh Uh-huh. You knew it was coming. It was coming. Yep. (laughs) Yep. And we have to do that before the confrontation and before the deathbed confession and before all of this. Yes. Like, hey, shippers, Mm -hmm. enjoy the last bit of it you'll ever have. That's it. That's all you get. Smooch. And that's it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that's lovely. We're done. Yep. So I think we covered everything as far as my notes go. I wrote down Patterson's text. Mm. There's one last clue in the bottom of a bottle of bourbon. We need your help to find it. I know. I will probably send that text to someone (laughs) at some point in my life because that is a great text and I will definitely cannibalize that. Oh, that's funny. it's beautiful. I like that they were drinking at work. Like, I mean, even though it was after hours, I'm still thinking, it's the FBI. They got cameras in there. They're watching them drink, you know? Oh, I am sure that is not the first time they've done that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we were drinking on the show a couple weeks ago. This is true. This is true. <laughs> this is, yeah, that's why, yeah, well, yeah. we're not the no, FBI. <laughs> drinking at work, I feel, is a thing that happens a lot more than literally everyone would like to admit. Okay. But I, I feel like that is a thing. Mm-hmm. All right. If there is anything else you guys want us to talk about in chat or in the hashtag, let us know. We've got like about a minute and a half delay. So now is your time. In the meantime, 
iTunes! Ooh. You guys, we are almost at the end of the season. I will say that if you post one now, it won't. It usually won't post before tomorrow because right. iTunes reviews take like two to three days, but that will not stop me from going in after the fact and being like, did anyone leave a review after the finale? And especially a nice review. Yes, we love you guys. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that is how you keep us on the air. Yeah. You go to iTunes, you rate us five stars, you subscribe, and you sit there and leave a nice little review and be like, we love these people. Mm-hmm. They talk about this awesome show. Please keep talking about this awesome show. And you do that, and our producers see it, and we stay on the air, and it's fun for everyone. And if you do that, we have, wow, <laughs> words, it's been a night. <laughs> we do shout-outs if mm-hmm. you leave a review. So this one is, thank you, ladies, for the great show from Roaming Gnome. Blind Spot is one of those shows filled with puzzles, great characters, and plot twists, all of which are captured beautifully and discussed in great detail by this podcast. Listening, listening helps add to my enjoyment of this fun TV series. You ladies are fantastic. Oh, oh thank you. you. I love positive reviews. You are I a good person, say. and people say nice things about you. Yes. We so, appreciate that. I yeah. Do. Go to iTunes, leave a review, rate us five stars, subscribe, do all that fun stuff. It'll be great. Yep. Um, chat has not really said anything else recently, so mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say we covered everything. And we holy did. cow, the finale aired tonight, and we're going to talk about it tomorrow. Right. So we should roll into some predictions, and everyone who's watching can laugh at us. And now, your After Buzz TV We're going to make predictions about an episode that's already aired. Right. Right. That we can't even see. We haven't watched yet. Well, we had that nice little preview, and what stuck out to me was Oscar going, I have to erase your memory again. And she's like, what? what? Are you serious? Right. We spent the whole season. Yes, exactly. I'm like, really, dude? No, we're not going to do that. Mm, <laughs> sorry, we got to go back myself. to the start. And what are you going to do with that? What what it, gonna... well, it took you forever to ingratiate you with the... Uh, uh, Oscar, you're an idiot. Right. I don't Jane, like Oscar Jane very better much. punch him in the face. <laughs> I, don't, I don't like Oscar very much. Mm-mm. I don't yeah. know that I ever have. Yeah. I mean, I, you know what? I, I liked have. him in the beginning when he was very mysterious and we kind of yes. didn't know who he was. with The tree guy. The tree guy. Yeah. Tree then guy. Once he revealed his stuff, I was like, oh, him. Like, great. <laughs> tree guy has three dimensions and two of them suck. Yep. All right. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. I'm done with tree guy. Yep. And then we Philip Baker see... says, can we erase Oscar at this point? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Hey, Philip. <laughs> yep. I think I agree. I don't have predictions. I mean, I kind of... Not really. I don't know. What well, you? we see Kurt and Sarah. Sarah's his sister. Yes, right. Digging up the fort. Digging up what's under the fort. Mm-hmm. And we have that nice little Kurt going up to Jane and going, who are you? Like, none of us know. At mm-hmm. this point, none of us know. What does the tooth from Africa have to say about this? Exactly. We like, never get what back to that. <laughs> so this is all just extremely weird. And a really good wrench to throw in at the last minute, but also a very annoying wrench to throw in at the last minute. It's just kind of like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, this is insane, and I've been doing a lot of screaming, and I'd really like to know how this ends. And I'm fairly certain we're going to have a cliffhanger. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yes. They've been confirmed for season two for a long, long time. We are going to get most of whatever episode we have wrapped up and then the last five to ten minutes are just going to be like, what? 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 Mm -mm. What? And then they're going to leave us with that. Yep. 
and we're going to just be saying that all summer. <laughs> Making awful noises, having people get mad at us when we get loud, when we're watching it in the studio. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all watch stuff in the same room, so occasionally you can tell when someone's show just went completely insane yeah. by how people are reacting like... Ooh, something must have happened on The Flash tonight. Right. Why are they they screaming? (laughs) That's a lot of screaming. (laughs) So, yeah, not really a heck of a lot for predictions on our end. Um, No. Chat would like to get rid of Oscar. Chat uh-huh. remembers liking Oscar before the break. I know, we did. <laughs> I'm with you guys. Uh, yes, to answer your questions, we are recapping the finale. We are recapping it at the normal day and time yes, tomorrow, tomorrow night at 9 p.m. Pacific. Mm-hmm. That is correct, right? Yes, that is yes. correct. We'll be here tomorrow. Yes. Okay, so um, we will see you then. Until then, you know, a full 23, 22, 22 hours from at now. At least, yeah. Stephanie, where can the people find you? You can find me at StephanieG3360 on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And I'm Katie Cullen. You can find me on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, and YouTube at Kiaxet. That's K-I-A-X-E-T. I am also on Snapchat at Kia Prime. Um, a whole bunch of my shows are ending, as it turns out. Robots in Disguise just ended. Arrow, the season finale, is this Wednesday. And Turn is still going strong. Red versus Blue, we are starting up on June 1st. So some things are ending and we are swinging into summer season. So this mm-hmm. should be fun and interesting. Thank you guys so much for joining us tonight. We had a wonderful time. Yes, we will we see you tomorrow for the season finale. See you guys tomorrow. Bye, Philip. <laughs> From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.